Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this National Humanities Center podcast. I'm your host, Richard Schramm. The question of religious toleration has emerged as an important issue in the current presidential campaign. Some Americans today believe that religious liberty is under siege in this country, while others contend that the assertion of religious liberty is merely an excuse to deny them their basic rights. To explore the tension between religious freedom and religious intolerance in American history, we have with us John Corrigan, a fellow of the National Humanities Center and the Lucius Moody Bristol Distinguished Professor of Religion and Professor of History at Florida State University. Professor Corrigan will explore this topic in greater depth in a National Humanities Center webinar at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, March 24th. At the end of my conversation with him, I'll tell you how to register for that program. But now let me welcome Professor Corrigan to our podcast. John, thank you for being with us. It's my pleasure. John, as you know, we Americans have long prided ourselves on our commitment to religious freedom, a commitment we've enshrined in the Bill of Rights. Yet since the days of the Puritan settlement, strong currents of intolerance have run through our history. Let me ask, how well have we been able to live up to our ideal of religious toleration? Well, it's been a back and forth uh, kind of zigzag history of implementing the ideal of religious freedom. There have been times when we've been very good at it. There have been times when we've been not so good at it. Uh, it's a very um, demanding ideal. Uh, it's a great ideal. It's one that's made America distinctive in its uh, creation of politics and culture over the last couple of hundred years. Uh, but there have been times when we've fallen down and religious groups have attacked each other in America. There have been times when um, there's been uh, so much friction between religious groups in America that it's uh, spilled over into uh, some nasty political battles as well. Well, why have we been able so long to picture ourselves as a country all but free of religious intolerance when you just suggested that there has been this, this uh, zigzag history of intolerance in the country? We've been able to do that for a number of reasons. Um, we've been able to hide some of the worst incidences of religious violence in America, including violence involving Native American Indians, violence against Mormons, uh, Protestants and Catholics at war with each other in the street, in Massachusetts, in Philadelphia, and other places. We've been able to do that because in the, the last years of the 19th century, in the beginning of the 20th century, the textbooks, by and large, were scrubbed clean of references to religious violence in America. There was a great deal of admiration for the uh, accomplishment of the Bill of Rights, and especially for the First Amendment, guaranteeing religious freedom, and the enthusiasm for that and the devotion to it um, led to, I think, a kind of misunderstood uh, retelling of the story in America in which instances of religious violence were simply taken out of the record. So uh, the textbooks that people grew up with in the early 20th century and for some time afterward uh, were stories about America that just simply didn't include the accounting of religious uh, intolerance and religious violence uh, as people had experienced it in the 19th century. Now, you just mentioned that we have difficulty coming to terms with the complexity of our own zigzag history of intolerance and religious freedom. How does that history shape our understandings of religious conflicts overseas? Well, the difficult part is that as long as we're unable to understand our own history of religious intolerance, it's hard for us to appreciate the difficulties of implementing the ideal of religious freedom. We've had uh, a long and uh, I think mostly uh, progressive development of religious freedom in America, 
but we still have had lots of incidences where that ideal wasn't very well implemented. When we look overseas and try and figure out how religious groups uh, ideally ought to get along with each other, we have to keep in mind that this isn't going to be a process that takes place overnight. It isn't going to be a process sometimes that is even compatible entirely with the cultures in which we're trying to bring it to life. There's um, a necessity to understand the implementation of the ideal of religious freedom is always an experiment. It requires going forward two steps, sometimes taking a step backward. There are failures along the way. There are some successes. It's just much more complicated uh, than uh, people sometimes think that it is. Well, John, you've given us a lot to think about. Thank you very much for being our guest today. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, March 24th, when Professor Cargan will explore this topic more deeply in a National Humanities Center webinar. To register, go to nhcwebinars.org. That's nhcwebinars.org. Our webinars are designed for teachers, but non-teachers are always welcome. There's a registration fee of $35. Thanks again to our guest, John Corrigan. Please join us for more podcasts from the National Humanities Center.